Good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. We are reading in Revelation. Last time we read chapter 6, where the Lamb, Jesus, opened the first six seals. The sixth seal that was opened in chapter 6, the, the last one that's mentioned in that chapter, um, when that seal is opened, there is a great like catastrophe. Um, there was a great like earthquake, and everything is moved, and um, people are hiding in caves and in the mountains, and they're afraid of what's to come. Let me see if I should uh, read this a little bit here. Um, Let's see, then the kings of the earth and the great men and the military commanders and the wealthy and the strong and everyone, slave or free, hid themselves in the caves and among the rocks of the mountains. And they called to the mountains and the rocks, fall on us and hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath and indignation of the Lamb. For the great day of their wrath and vengeance and retribution has come. And who is able to stand? So... The idea here is that, you know, this great catastrophe or catastrophes have happened and they know that the day of judgment is upon them or they are afraid of what's to come in that judgment. Now, when a, when a catastrophe like that happens, I'm not sure, but that these people, everyone would just be, everyone would just be in terror and that's that's one thing that's noted in the Amplified Bible they call that the seal of terror that it, the, the catastrophes that happen everyone is just terrified and they run and they hide so it's something to be aware of alright so we are ready to read chapter 7 this is Revelation chapter 7 I am reading from the Amplified Bible and this is verse 1 after this I saw four angels stationed at the four corners of the earth holding back the four winds of the earth so that no wind would blow on the earth or on the sea or on any tree. Then I saw another angel coming up from the rising of the sun, holding the seal of the living God, and with a loud voice he called out to the four angels to whom it was granted to have authority and power to harm the earth and the sea, saying, Do not harm the earth, nor the sea, nor the trees, until we seal Mark the bondservants of God on their foreheads. So they're going to seal or mark the people of God that are left on the earth so that they will be, just as in the old days, they will be sealed and they will be protected by God from the judgment that's coming. That is how I understand that. That's what I'm understanding. So I'm going to read on. And I heard how many were sealed, a hundred and forty-four thousand, twelve thousand sealed from every tribe of the sons of Israel. Twelve thousand were sealed from the tribe of Judah, twelve thousand from the tribe of Reuben, twelve thousand from the tribe of Gad, twelve thousand from the tribe of Asher, twelve thousand from the tribe of Naphtali, I'm not very good with this, twelve thousand from the tribe of Manasseh, 12,000 from the tribe of Simeon, 12,000 from the tribe of Levi, 12,000 from the tribe of Issachar, 
12,000 from the tribe of Zebulun, 12,000 from the tribe of Joseph, and 12,000 from the tribe of Benjamin were sealed, marked, redeemed, protected. Now I want to note, I have heard in the past, and I don't know if anybody really believes this, but I've heard that uh, there are those who believe that only 144,000 people will be saved in all the earth. But, I don't think that's exactly correct. As we noted previously, there were already martyrs who were going to be in heaven. So, I think this is a case of these will be marked and protected at that time, whenever this is occurring, whenever this is going on with the seals, these people will be marked and protected. Yeah, I don't think that implies that they're the only ones that will be saved or that will come to God. Um, I, I don't know one way or the other, honestly. So I'm just saying that I, I don't think this is supposed to be representative of only 144,000 people will be saved or only 144,000 Jews will be saved. I don't think it's supposed to represent that. It's supposed to represent the people that will be protected at that time. And since I don't know when that time is or how that's going to come about, there's really not much else I can say about it. Okay, after these things I looked, and this is what I saw. A vast multitude, which no one could count, gathered from every nation and from all the tribes and peoples and languages of the earth, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, Christ, dressed in white robes, with palm branches in their hands, and in a loud voice they cried out, saying, Salvation belongs to our God who is seated on the throne, and to the Lamb our salvation is the Trinity's to give, and to God the Trinity we owe our deliverance. And all the angels were standing around the throne and around the twenty-four elders and the four living creatures, and they fell to their faces before the throne and worshipped God, saying, Amen. Blessing and glory and majesty and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might belong to our God forever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders responded, saying to me, these were dressed in the long white robes. Who are they, and from where did they come? I said to him, now this is John speaking, I said to him, My Lord, you know the answer. And he said to me, These are the people who come out of the great tribulation, persecution, and they have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb because of his atoning sacrifice. For this reason they are standing before the throne of God, and they serve him in worship day and night in his temple, and he who sits on the throne will spread his tabernacle over them and shelter and protect them with his presence. Now, this tabernacle idea is kind of like a sheltering, I mean, you could think of it as a tent even. I think that's one remark they make here. Yeah, we'll pitch his tent. Um, but, in other words... We will be under God's shelter at all times. You know, he will, he will watch over us. Oh, he's going to continue here. They will hunger no longer, nor thirst anymore, nor will the sun beat down on them, nor any scorching heat. For the lamb who is in the center of the throne will be their shepherd, and he will guide them to the springs of the waters of life, and God will wipe every tear from their eyes, giving them eternal comfort. Now, 
I want to note that we should be among this number. The reason I say this is because let me let me scroll back up here. After these from the tribes, these from the twelve tribes are sealed. Then there's this multitude from the tribulation. After these things I looked, and this is what I saw, a vast multitude, which no one could count, gathered from every nation and from all the tribes and peoples and languages of the earth, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, dressed in white robes with palm branches in their hands, which signifies, um, I think that signifies both victory and joy, and that they are, you know, praising the Lord, praising God, and, well, yeah, and they are, because then they cry out in a loud voice. Salvation belongs to our God. So, this, I think this is the number we want to be in. We want to be counted in this number. Maybe we won't be a martyr. Maybe most of us will just be normal people. And, but if we will come through the trials and the the strife of this world, which which there always is, always has been, and I imagine there always will be. If we come through all of that and we stay faithful unto death, that's what we say. We need to stay faithful unto death. That doesn't mean we're perfect, but that means we keep trying. You know, Christians, we stumble, we fall, we get back up. We keep going, we keep trying. And we try to do good by others. You know, on the way, we're not just looking out for ourselves. We're trying to help others get there, too. So, again, this is a multitude, an uncountable multitude. You know, a vast multitude which no one could count. So, this is a tremendous amount of people. We don't know who all is going to... <clears throat> be in heaven, that's not ours to judge. But it's a vast multitude which no one could count. And this is not, this is separate from the martyrs that we spoke about. Or it appears to be, to me, this appears to be a separate group. This this group, they are the ones who come through. It says, comes, let's see, let me see where he says this. And we'll, we'll look at this again. Um, he says, these are the people who come out of the great tribulation or persecution. And they have washed their robes white and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. So, these are the people that come through the tribulation, the troubles, the trials of this life. And this is how we should be. We should want to be one of these faithful people who we go faithful unto death. Yes, we're going to die at some point, even if we just die a normal, peaceful uh, death in our sleep. That's okay. We can still be one of these people. We can be someone who, through the times of trials and strife and um, uh, troubles we have here on this earth, that we remain faithful no matter what happens, what seems to occur, no matter how things may look or seem to us at times. We remain faithful. We keep trying. We keep um, you know, we keep studying the Word, we keep staying faithful to God, we keep, uh, we stay in prayer, you know, and we just keep moving forward down that narrow path and following our Lord. So, we want to be like these people, that's how we want to be, and then, 
our reward. We will no longer thirst or hunger. The sun will not beat down on us, you know, meaning that we will not be out, you know, uh, in the elements. And the Lamb who is in the center of the throne, the Lord Jesus, will be our shepherd. And he will guide us to the waters of life, springs of the waters of life. And God will wipe every tear from their eyes, giving them eternal comfort is what it says in brackets here. But he will wipe every tear from our eyes. So this is an important thing. And this is something that is encouraging. Um, after chapter 6, you need some encouragement because so much of that sounds bad. And I know that. And don't tell me that God doesn't know that. He does. He knows what he's doing. Um, and here is encouragement. There will be those that are saved. There will be those that are sealed. There will be Jews that are sealed for their protection. There will be those, the multitude who make it through, you know, tribulation and persecution and troubles and trials on this earth, and they will be saved. Again, <clears throat> again, we want to be, you know, counted as people who are faithful like that and that we um, are counted among that number that are saved and that are brought through the, the trials and the troubles and the tribulations of this life. Whether or not we go through what what he calls, the elder here calls the great tribulation, if that is a specific event, you know, whether or not we go through that doesn't matter. We want to make sure that we go through in our lives, our personal daily lives, go through our troubles and our trials and our tribulation and remain faithful. That's the important part. So this has been Revelation chapter 7. I want to thank you for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day. May God bless you and keep you safe always. And remember, God loves you.